Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Welcome to Blind Living Radio. In the HP studio, I'm one of the hosts, Harley Thomas, joined by... Kara Catton. Kara's back on the show. Hi, Kara. Happy Hi. New Year. Hi. Happy New Year to you. Are you tired of the cold yet? Cold? It's only Wisconsin. Bring so the snow. not that cold. You know, um, cold, snow, it's all okay with me. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm a transplant. I don't, I'm not so sure. You know, you are a transplant. You sound like you're a transplant, too. Oh, man, at least, at least I don't have to look at your face. You know, that was just mean and hurtful. I am sighted, Kara. Only partially sighted, so it's only half hurtful. Only half hurtful to me is what you're saying. Yeah. You know, I think I want to talk today to someone that's nicer than you. Well, I surely think that we may have some good guests for that. Someone might call it double trouble. I would say almost mad fans. Almost mad fans. There's a there's a cult-like following of BLR at this point. I mean, it's real. And these two ladies have their own blog. They do some podcasting. And I really want to talk to them about a topic that isn't very comfortable, Kara. I would agree. I think coming from, you know, the partially sighted world, I deal with some of what they have dealt with as well. But their perspective on it and the perspective that they share through their podcast and their blog really bring to light a lot of the maybe the not-so-talked-about side of vision loss and visual impairments and blindness. Ooh, ooh. What what are we talking about? We're, the audience is like on pins and needles, Kara. I know. Kara. I can feel it. I can totally feel it They don't it know we're going to talk here. about kind of, I'll use the word blind shame and who it affects and what it's all about. Should we get the ladies on the phone? Yes, let's get them on the phone. We're going to call up Joy Thomas and Janelle Landgraf, and we're going to hear a little bit of their story. Hello, this is Janelle. Hi, Janelle. It's Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio and Kara Catton. Do we have a Joy here, too? Uh, yes, we do. Joy, Hi, Joy. I, I love technology when we can get a two-way call going. It's great. I think you mean three-way call, Harley. Two-way call is regular. <laughs> two-way two call is regular phone calls. Three-way is what you're talking about. I think about. I know better than to argue with you. You probably should know better by so, now. So, <laughs> ladies, it's not about Kara. It's about you two. And, Joy, you're in Chicago, correct? Yes. And, Janelle, you're way west in Washington State. Yes. Yeah, so I'm about 2,000 miles west up in the Cascade Mountains of Washington State. What our audience probably doesn't know about you two is you guys are identical twin sisters. Yes, yes, we, we are. are. Exactly alike and sound alike, if you can't tell. Well, it is difficult. I have twin daughters, identical twin daughters myself, and sometimes I have a really hard time telling them apart on the phone. Really? Yes. Have they tricked you before, even in person? No, they have not, but they have tried. <laughs> you can't blame them for trying. I mean, if you have that kind of advantage, you have to at least try. Did you two used to do yeah, that? Switch spots? Not we, yeah, yeah, we, we tried it in elementary school. We tried but switching classes at one point. But she chickened out. She, after like five minutes, she only made it five minutes, and then she was like, well, I'm scared. So <laughs> Did the teacher back. notice? Yeah, I went out and handed Janelle's teacher a gift, and she said, like, thank you, Janelle. And I went beaming back to my seat, feeling so proud that I had fooled her. <laughs> well, and, and I think what our audience should probably know about you two is you guys are identical twin sisters. You both have grown up with retinitis pigmentosa. 
so RP for our audience. And yeah. Yeah. you you guys have lost your vision kind of together, right? Uh, yeah. Slowly over time, over um, we were diagnosed at age five, so over the last uh, 30 years, we've been slowly losing our peripheral vision. So can you tell us a little bit more about the diagnosis of RP? I think some in the BLR community might be familiar, but some uh, might not be, and how your diagnosis has really impacted you growing up. Sure. We were diagnosed, this is Janelle talking, by the way, we were diagnosed when we were five, we had lost a significant portion of our 180 degrees of vision is what a typical person who's fully sighted sees. And we were already down to about 20 degrees of peripheral vision at that time. And and now we're both down to about four degrees of peripheral vision. And so that's something that happens slowly over time that you can't even notice on a daily basis. And then all of a sudden you're, you're realizing that you can't see, you know, you can see less of what you saw just a year before. You have talked about how you both share, obviously, the diagnosis. Has your vision loss progressed at the same rate? Has Have you found that your visual fields are narrowing as it does with RP at the same rate, or is it more individual than that, do you think? Well, this is Joy talking now, and I think that, you know, they've basically gone about the same kind of kind of slow progression, slow study progression, but I think there we have different, you know, acuities in my left eye is way worse than hers. And, and they'll, both of us both have our, the left eye is the worst eye, but mine is the worst, worst eye. <laughs> so I think they're generally the same, but there's, there's just a, a few small differences. And I'm really, I'm really curious to know why you two decided you wanted to share your story through the Double Vision blog, which is a, a great yeah. name. Thank, Thank you. you. This is Janelle talking, and we spent years and years not talking about our vision loss, even with each other. It was something that our family didn't talk about, and our friends kind of tiptoed around the issue, and we were so nervous about talking about it, and it made us so uncomfortable that we stayed quiet. And then we found as we got older and we were losing more vision, and we started sharing stories with us that it actually helped us feel better to talk about it instead of worse, like we had anticipated it would. And so once we decided we wanted to talk about it more, we were so uncomfortable that we weren't even sure how to approach the subject with family and friends because it was so taboo and made us feel so emotional that writing about it just came more naturally. And Joy is a really talented writer, so I just, I'm kind of her sidekick that just tries to keep <laughs> off. And, and so we... <laughs> We just started writing and sharing our stories, and we were just amazed by not only how many family and friends were supportive and wanted to hear more about what we were seeing and not seeing in our struggles, and then we were also surprised to hear from so many readers from the blind and visually impaired community that were struggling with similar issues. So was there a turning point moment for you both that you said, all right, we're not going to not talk about it anymore. We're going to open up and we're going to share. Or was it more of a gradual transition from your perspective of being, I guess, not secretive, but more close to the chest with it? Uh, yeah, this is Joy. It was, for me, it was more of a process. I kind of started out, actually, um, for me, right after college, I uh, won a scholarship in graduate school with the National Federation of the Blind. And there I really started connecting with some people who I saw could do things that, you know, just just like sighted people could just as well, just differently. And so that was my first kind of glimpse into, okay, you know, this is not something that I need to be ashamed of. Um, But still, it was so deep-seated that, I mean, it was kind of like 
that you know week that I was at the NFC convention and hanging out with people, I was seeing my cane and I was all you know doing great. And then went back to to a wedding where my sister was at, and I you know promptly put the cane away. I don't want to look blind in front of my blind sister. That would be <laughs> awful. <laughs> and you know, really after that, just kind of a slow process of you know continue to kind of fight against the shame because I would would stay quiet in my job and I would still kind of just have that fear that oh it's people are going to look at me differently people are going to treat me differently um when you know they find out that I that I can't see so it it finally came to like I would say you know total culmination when I started using my cane with the intention of getting a guide dog um and I now have a guide dog and so I think that's really what you know for me made it so that I'm not secretive ever. I'm now, I mean, I now feel proud to, to use my cane and to kind of represent the blind community and, and educate people when I'm, when I'm out in public that blind people don't necessarily look how um, a lot of people might imagine. Well, and I think that's, it's such a true perspective. I think, you know, coming to grips with, and I, and I can relate to that a fair amount. I mean, I have albinism and I've, you know, had a visual impairment since I was born, but I think it's, for me as well, it was a gradual process of coming to terms with who I am and being okay with having vision loss and being comfortable in my own skin. So I can definitely understand that perspective and how uh, how it is a true process. Kara, we should take a quick break from our HP studio, don't you think? I think so. And I want to let everybody know you're listening to Blind Living Radio. We're talking to Joy and Janelle, the doublevisionblog.com ladies we'll be right back after this message from our sponsor blind living radio will be right back after these messages are you blind or visually impaired are you seeking a job well industries for the blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this is Blind Living Radio. From Industries for the Blind, providing employment opportunities for blind professionals since 1952. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio. I'm Harley Thomas. And I'm Kara Catton. And today we are in the studio with Joy and Janelle, the dynamic duo from DoubleVision.com blog. And we're talking about blind shame and how coming to grips with who you are and your disability can be quite a long process and can really, really give some personal growth. And so I'm jumping right back in with you, ladies. And so I have another question. Since you've started your blog and you've started having dedicated readership, what are some positive things that you have both noticed in your own lives and in, I guess, the lives of your followers? Because I'm sure if it's like most blogs, you're seeing readers responding to you and sharing equally with what you have shared. Yes, this is Agonelle. For myself, I've I've noticed a big weight lifted off my shoulders. I think that my vision loss used to feel like this really heavy thing that I carried around and... This is Joy, and I feel like, for me, it's really, it's really been connecting with with other people from the blind community and and watching them, you know, kind of sharing the same struggles and know, gosh, I wasn't, you know, the only. I used to think I was kind of had shame over my shame. I'm such a weirdo for feeling embarrassed about low vision. Why would I feel embarrassed about that? Um, but knowing that other people are in the same, had similar experiences, and 
and then hearing their stories of, of overcoming it. I mean, I was just getting an, an email from someone the other day who is saying that, you know, she had just been running into so many things like curbs, tripping over things, had bruised shins, and finally, um, after reading one of our posts, had decided that she was getting cane training and she was going to, you know, be able to be more independent. I mean, that was everything to me. I got goosebumps reading her email and just felt so happy that sharing my own struggles could help someone else in their struggles. And I bet there are countless other that you've helped that you don't even know about that haven't reached back. I'm I hope sure. so. Yeah. What advice would you give to people who may have had the same experience as you? Kind of that Joy, thought of fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Joy. Uh, I would say reach out and tell your story, whether it's to a good friend, you know, somebody who's probably at first just earned the right to, to hear your story, someone that you know is going to be listening well, and then reaching out from there, whether it's to you know talking to a therapist or going online and, and finding a Facebook group that. It's about, there's lots of low vision Facebook groups out there. There's chapters of the National Federation of the Blind, of Foundation Fighting Blindness. There's lots of groups out there that have local chapters. I think just connecting with other people and, and sharing your story. And this is Janelle. I'll just add to just be easy on yourself and accept where you're at because it might not be where you want to be long term. But if you just accept yourself for the journey that you're on with your vision loss, then you won't feel so much pressure to to get to the next step. You've talked a lot about how it is a complete journey. And it, from my own experience, I can complete, I can absolutely relate to where you guys have been at and where in the journey that you're on. But if you find somebody back at the beginning and not necessarily willing to take the first steps to become more comfortable with themselves and um, overcome that blind shame. Accept their blindness. Accept their blindness. That's what you want. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, what would you recommend to them? This is Joy, and, and I would say first, if, if you have no idea where to start, just start by recognizing that you are not flawed. There's nothing wrong with you. You've done nothing wrong. That's that whole feeling of shame indicates that you feel like you've done something wrong and we've done nothing wrong but we feel like we have when when we are in that place and so I would say first recognizing that and then even if you can just start hanging out with finding some like competent inspirational blind people even if you are not even ready to admit that you yourself are blind or going blind and you don't want to use a cane that's fine just hang out with some people who who are you know successful positive people who are dealing with vision loss and who you know, you can you can learn a lot from and, and start to realize that it's not something that you have to be ashamed of. Taking that first step, I think, is hard. No matter what, no matter what your challenges are, the first step is always challenging. I would agree. I think you really, I think no matter whether it's vision or any other kind of disability or impairment or even, you know, just coming to grips with who you are as a person, I think that's the biggest thing. It's finding people to have to be mentors and uh, just growing in yourself. You know what I really want to know, Joy and Janelle? How can our listening audience what? learn more about your story, your inspirational message? What's the best way to learn about the Double Vision blog? They can go to our blog, which is doublevisionblog.com. And we also have a Facebook page called Double Vision Blog. And on our Facebook page and our blog, you'll see videos from us, podcasts, and different stories that we've shared over the last uh, four and a half years of having this blog. 
Thank you both so much, ladies, for joining us in the studio today via the advanced technology of cell phones. I really appreciate it. And as somebody with a visual impairment, I can really relate to the journey that you guys have been on. And I think sharing who you are and overcoming that blind shame is such an inspiration to our audience and to myself. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Blind Living Radio audience, you can learn more about the Double Vision blog at doublevisionblog.com. Our guests today were Joy Thomas and Janelle Landgraf. Thank you very much, ladies. Thanks, Kara. It was a good show. It was a good show. Thanks, Harley. Thank you, ladies. Until next time. Thanks for listening to and supporting Blind Living Radio. You can support Industries for the Blind by ordering any of our products from blind-made.com. That's blind-made.com. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP Ink and Toner Cartridges, precision engineered to work together with your HP printer.